We want to tell you about the Culture Proof Conference happening in July of 2024. Yes, Culture Proof Conference happening July 18th to the 20th in Bartlett, Tennessee at Faith Baptist Church. It's going to be a great time. We have some great speakers talking about some great topics, and we're just looking for the Lord to, to truly move in our midst. This year's theme is resist. resist. As we look at what's going on in the culture, we want to be reminded of what our brother James wrote in James chapter 1, verse mm-hmm. 27b, where he told us to be unstained by this world, to keep ourselves unstained by this world. And one of the ways that we're going to equip you to do that is to alert you to what's happening in the world, alert you to what's happening in the culture, and also provide an actual practical response that keeps us unstained by the world. We have some great speakers coming out, Dr. Kathy Cook. We're going to have Dr. Taryn Dames. We have have some great things happening, like some breakout sessions. We have culture-proof kids, culture-proof teens. It's something for the whole family and so you want to register we're going to give out more information is coming but you want to register the registration will start in february so just be on the lookout for that culture proof conference 2024 in bartlett tennessee at faith baptist church we are super excited more information as we get closer make sure you stay connected Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof podcast. Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki, and I am enjoying my conversation with my friend, Dr. Kathy Cook. Uh, One of the things that was kind of um, heavy on my heart was thinking about going into the new year with our kids, Will the Great and I. Um, As our listeners know, uh, we have six children, and it's so important for us to help them reflect on a year of life and then also to go into the next year um, with with the understanding or maybe with the conviction that we don't want the year to just kind of spend us. You know, we want to be productive and that we want to be intentional. And so I actually threw out to Dr. Kathy, you know, the question, how do we have um, a healthy conversation with our kids that both reflects on a year of life? Life and then looks forward to another year. How do we maybe set goals? How do we um, set our hearts to live intentionally? And Dr. Kathy, you immediately were like, I feel like this is going to be the running line. Well, I wrote a book on that. But I just... <laughs> I feel like that's that's funny. You're going to, that's going to, I'm going to have a question. You're going to be like, okay, chapter five in, (laughs) because that's exactly what happened in, in this conversation. It was start with the heart. Yeah. Well, one day you'll have the same comeback when I ask you a question, (laughs) because there's a day coming, Miki, when you will be an author of new books. Um, You're prolific. You're so wise. Um, I've been very privileged to um, have ideas imparted to me that I'm able to then, you know, put into uh, books. Um, may, before we go, may, before we go there, may I answer the question differently than you might expect? Sure, absolutely. Um, you, you were what, what struck me as you were talking. You were asking about, you know, how do we help our kids reflect? And um, what I'm going to share, I, I think, what we'll share, I think, will be beneficial and profitable. 
but could I say that, you know, one, one day a year isn't enough. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I do think that, you know, toward the end of a calendar year, a lot of us do reflect, you know, what did we accomplish in a year? And, you know, what's, what's the proof that we lived another year and, and what do I want to do in the future for children? It, there needs to be this constant reminder. And, and I would ask, I would say this question, I would say asking this question of children can be really profitable. Um, who do you want to be today? Hmm. So we, 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 Mickey, we tend to ask, what did you do today? Right. We ask, you know, men and women come home from work, you know, how was your day and what did you do? Nothing wrong with those questions. Very common. They've been questioned since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. But, but what if we asked our children um, as they wake up, you know, who do you want to be today? And as they come home from school or are getting ready for bed, you know, who were you today? So that we're establishing this idea that it's the being, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just doing. And, and Miki, you and I know, because we've lived a long enough life, that everything we do, we do because of everything we are. Mm. So who do you want to be today? I, I asked a little boy. His name was Luca. I will never forget this. I was in um, Budapest, Hungary, doing some international work. And I asked this little boy, Luca, Luca, who do you want to be today? And he looked at me and he was about six years old. He looked at me and he kind of looked over at his mom and he said, I think I'll be me today. <laughs> like it, was, it was just the cutest moment. But what I mean by the question, you know, do you want to be grateful today? Do you want to be happy today? Or do you want to be joyful today? Do you want to be purposeful today? Do you want to be prideful today? Do you want to mm. be known today? Do you want to be successful today? Who do you want to be today? That's a great question to cause us to reflect. And we could even ask, who were you this year? If you were to, whoa, that's a, whoa, that's a question. And I love if I were it. to ask, you know, if I were to ask people who hung out with you this year, what adjectives they, would they use to describe you? So I, I, what do you think of that idea? Is that, oh, can, man. Kid, can your kids at their ages, could they answer that question? Who do you want to be today or who you were today? Who yes. Were you today? Yes. I, I think though they would need me to kind of map out for them what I'm thinking when I ask that question. And so I'm yeah. so glad that you just did that for me. Like, because my thought was, man, I love this question, but how do I know what types of answers, like, how do I navigate the answers? You know what I mean? Like, how do I know what I even expect in that question? Like, what, what am I trying to draw from them? And so hearing you unpack it in real time is very helpful because I can, I can see, um, I think of like my 13 year old son, if I say, you know, who were you this year? Um, Mm -hmm. I think of him saying, cause he's, he's, he's very thoughtful in his responses and he's contemplating the other end of the conversation often. Right. And so I could hear him saying, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you, what, like, like what answer are you? Cause he knows I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere, you know? Um, but I love this question because, um, it connects the things that my kids have done throughout the year with their character and have they presented, Oh, here recently, right. Godly character. Okay. So it connects what they've done throughout the year. Um, with with who they are. It doesn't detach what they did from who they are. I think that's very important. And you know, if we ask our children if we ask our children that question regularly, and even ourselves and the adults we love, it also points us to prayer. Mm. Right. If you have if you have a child that says, I want to be um popular today, well why is that important? Well, I feel lonely at school. Mm. You know, they it's potentially going to bring up some important things that you can then have teachable moment conversations about. 
and also points of prayer for each other. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. So you, but you began by saying that we need to do this more often than just wrapping up a year. So um, practically walk us through as parents, Dr. Kathy, what this might look like. Would you do this once a month, once a week, like, or you say even daily, like who were you today? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the asking. Probably not daily for fear that it'll okay. just get boring and routine. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't think it's a bad idea. What I want children to understand is that who you are matters to me. Mm-hmm. And that is character and that is values and goal setting. So these are these are ways that we get to values. So if you've been talking in family devotions about, you know, generosity, wouldn't it be fabulous if a little boy came home and said, Daddy, I was generous today? Mm-hmm. You know, and just I I just think that it's profitable. It could be the first day of every month. You make a family commitment to, you know, what what reputation do we want this month for our family? Mm -hmm. And you have a seven year old or a 14 year old say, well, you know, I want the reputation of being other centered. You've been talking to us about caring more about others. Let's this month work to care more about others than about ourselves. I mean, come on, that would be so powerful. Mm -hmm. So the the reason I brought that up and, and we're going to go to this other practical idea I have is I want us to say to our children, this is what matters to me, um, right? Like who you are. not Because, Mickey, they become who we say they are, right? They mm. become who we say they oh. are. Yeah. Our words, like our words matter greatly. And yes. so one of, the, one of the ways that you can help them become who you know they can be is to ask this different question. Mm. So they come home from school, you know, how was it? What did you do? What did you learn? And who were you? Well, mommy, I was Kathy today. Yeah, but which Kathy were you? The prideful, have to get your own way, always right, Kathy? Mm. Or the humble, teachable, look out for others, Kathy? Who showed up? Mm-hmm. And you're teaching, you're teaching children, they make choices and that the choices matter. Mm. Dr. Kathy, that is so important. I had a conversation recently with a family member and she was lamenting that her child was told um, that he is selfish you know, and she was so upset by it. And I actually employed some of your teaching, Dr. Kathy. I said, Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I said, I have a friend, Dr. Kathy. And, and I said, Dr. Kathy said that we always want to identify behavior in our children and not make that behavior, their character, like who they are. So I said, if the kid was behaving, I said, if my nephew, if, if your son was behaving selfishly, it's okay for us to point that out. It's okay for us to say, well, you know, this is, this is not, this is selfish. This is, not generous, but not to tell the kid that the kid Mm. is selfish. Because to your point, our children start to internalize the things that we say and almost believe that they cannot overcome um, our perceptions of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's well stated. Absolutely. Yeah. Observe. And then, you know, always point out the positives that could be there. And as I talk about in all my books, you know, what's the belief system? Why is your nephew behaving in a selfish way? Notice I said, I didn't say, why is he selfish? I said, mm-hmm. why is he behaving? Why is he behaving in a selfish way? What are the beliefs that are causing his behavior? And, and that's why this reflection, again, is so important because you're teaching children that who they believe they are will show up in who they are. And it matters, which is why this other idea we're going to talk about is also so powerful. Yeah. Should we go there? Yeah, let's do it right now. Let's do it because oh. we're talking about who who we want to be, right? Who do, mm-hmm. who do we want to be? And so in your book, Start With The Heart, you talk about uh, finding five. So let's, let's yeah. talk about, let's unpack that. 
95% of all startup businesses fail, and that's not great. But not enough entrepreneurs realize that only 5% of business acquisitions fail. Blue Collar Millionaire wants to help you succeed in business. Business can be good if you know where to look, what to look for, and how to acquire what you find. That's what Blue Collar Millionaire is all about. Kevin, Mark, and Chris are three normal guys who grew their blue collar businesses into seven figure successes. Now, they are helping others do the same thing. You can learn more when you visit bluecollarmillionaire.net. That's bluecollarmillionaire.net. Let their proven strategies teach you how to purchase into instant cash flow, processes, and systems that create the lifestyle you've dreamed of. It's time for your hard work to work hard for you. Discover the war room at bluecollarmillionaire.net. That's bluecollarmillionaire.net. I would love to. So there's um, picture a piece of paper you divide into four uh, and in, you have four boxes on this piece of paper and you write down four very simple words. In one box, you put the word be. In one box, you put the word do. In a third box, you put the word have. And in the fourth box, the word help. And the idea is for you and then to direct your children to think that what are five things you want to be five things you want to do, five things you want to have, and five things you want to help in your lifetime. Or on the 31st of the year, in the next year, what are five things you want to be, do, have, and help? Or if children are young and they can't wrap their mind around a whole year, you know, before the end of the school year or before your next birthday. So the first box is that be box. Who do you want to be? Generous, grateful, happy, successful, popular. Um, Who do you want to be? And then also, who do you want to do? What do you, what do you want to do? And what's interesting when you do this with children or when you do it for yourself, it's very convicting. Mm-hmm. So you can reflect on the year and you can reflect on the new year. And then do the does the be match the do? Do I want to be this and do that and have this and help that? As an example, we've done this with thousands of kids in the ministry. And I'll never forget an eighth grade boy who wanted to be a policeman and have a Ferrari. probably not happening um lots of kids i've done this with have written down i want to be a mom but they did not write down be married Mm. and that was that was an opening for a discussion yes i've I've met lots of kids who have written down you know that they want like the have box was really easy for them they they wanted more than five and the reason i limit to five it's only because i don't want it to be overwhelming Mm -hmm. we we need to be able to focus So for some kids, the have box is really easy. I've also met some children and some adults where the help box was their first box to fill out. They want to help the homeless and help the abortion vulnerable and help the single moms and help the widows. Powerful to see. Mm. A family in my own church did it um, independently. What I love is I recommend moms and dads and singles and children do it independently of each other and then come back and have a meeting. Like you have six kids. It would be interesting for you and Will and all the children to do it independently. And of course, your youngest children would dictate to you mm-hmm. what they would want you to write down for them. And then you you have a meeting and are your family values showing up? Mm. As an example, if a, a mom and a dad are very pro-life, they might want their children to also be pro-life or help the abortion vulnerable. Now, if they don't write that down, they have a new, a different passion, nothing wrong with that. But are your family values being passed down? Mm. Do you and your spouse believe that 
kindness is a very important virtue. And do both of you write that down? I want to be kind, but none of your kids write it down. It's a conversation to have. In my own church, a family did this exercise. And um, one of the boys, an eight or nine-year-old boy, the parents did not know this. He had a child in his classroom who was a foster child. And he he knew this for, for different reasons. And he noticed that he always wore the same shirt to school. And he was um, asked by his parents to clean out the closet and what what can you donate? You know, you're going to be getting some new clothes. And this boy asked, hey, could I could I see if my, my friend at school could take these clothes rather than me dropping them off, mommy, where we usually do? And that began and, the, and the, the teacher got permission from the mom to connect with the mom. And it's a beautiful story. That family now does respite care for families who do foster care one Friday night a month. Wow. Wow. And that's because that's because an eight or a nine-year-old little boy wanted to help this one specific foster child. Hmm. So it's an interesting way for children to indicate to parents, this is who I am. This is what matters to me. This is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. I also have fun stories, and then I'll let you take it over. No, this is um, great. Um, th- there was a mom who wrote down, uh, a wife who wrote down that she wanted to um, sky jump, jump out of a plane. What's that called? She wanted, <laughs> yeah, um, she wanted skydiving. to jump. Yeah, skydiving. She wanted to do that. The husband didn't have a clue that that was on her bucket list. <laughs> and guess what he did for her at her next birthday? They both jumped out of a plane. And and the 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 wife, I know, seriously, the wife felt safe to indicate that on this little chart she had made. And it it was really cool. So um, I think we find out a lot. Of, I know I do it twice a year, almost always twice a year, um, January 1st and on my birthday, which is in June. And it's one of the ways that God reveals to me some things that have been hidden within me that I haven't slowed down enough to process to think about. Mm. And and that's a way that I set goals for the next chunk of, of my life. No, that's so interesting. And one of the things that I, I, I gather from this activity is that parents will have the opportunity to see if we are actually living out what we express as our convictions. You know what I mean? Like if we are kind of like checking in um, to register where our kids are, I think maybe based on some of their responses, it it may be um, almost like an inventory for us. Like where are the areas where there may be some character deficiencies or where are the areas where, you know, the desires don't align with what we are trying to keep in front of our children. And so I'm wondering, Dr. Kathy, you know, and this may fall, you may direct me to parent differently, your latest book, (laughs) (laughs) How to Build Biblical Character. Um, But how do we spot those things? And then again, because I think you are so great at this, Dr. Kathy, gently redirecting the kid. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't want to, as parents, come down as a two by four, um, you know, <laughs> over top of our kids. But sometimes as a parent, it can be very alarming when something comes from your kid that you don't expect. So, you know, as you go through the steps or go through this activity, um, how do how do we redirect when we find something that we say, well, I don't okay, we didn't know that that we were communicating that as a value, you know, how do we handle that? Um, Yeah, it's a great question. Um, You know, if if we're disappointed in something that we write down or something we can't write down that we thought we would be able to write down, we pray and we, we seek the Lord for, you know, where have I gotten wrong? Like sometimes I'll do it and the help box isn't as easy for me to fill out as I want it to be. Like I say, I'm a servant. Hmm. And I say that I'm other centered. And then I sit there with a pen in my hand and I realize that I've become so busy in my own ministry, which is which is valuable, that I've lost sight of reasons I've been 
created for this time in life. So it can be really convicting for ourselves. And then for me, we pray. I sometimes talk to people, my brother and his wife um, would be key people I would talk with. Have you noticed this about me? And, you know, would you have any advice? Um, I think for kids, um, we don't want them to feel wrong about what they've written down. Mm. It is what they said was true in the moment of the exercise. So talk to me about it. You know, tell me a story or why was that important to you? And I, I might say, I might say to a kid, I choose one of the things in the B box and explain it to me. And I would let them choose which one of the five they want to explain to me. And I'll learn a lot about why that was a commitment that they were willing to make. And by the way, Mickey, there's no secret to the five. If you only have three things, that's not the end of the world. However, it's valuable to kind of force the five to see what's hidden even further into your, your being that you don't recognize is there. Mm. I don't know if I, I don't know if I fully answered your question, but have a conversation, let them tell a story and then affirm it. I think Mickey, if you had a kid who wrote down that she wanted to be um, resilient, she, you, you and your husband have been talking to her about, you know, trying again when something is hired and you see that she's written down, I want to be resilient. You get to say, sweetheart, you are becoming that. I'm so proud of you for knowing that that's becoming an internal desire of your heart. And we have seen you show up as resilient when the culture would want to knock you down. So I think that's the other thing that would be super valuable. Be curious about their answers, affirm the ones that you think are true. And when you see something that's not realistic, jumping out of an airplane, mm -hmm. or I want to be a, <laughs> I want to be a football star, or I want to, you know, earn an A in math. Like if they write down something, or I want a boyfriend tomorrow. I mean, if they write down something that you're thinking this isn't about to happen, and that's where you parent strong, right? And you oh, say, you know, Elizabeth, talk to us about this. Why is that? Why is that important to you? And um, is that realistic? Because um, this is where you don't. I don't pretend. I, this can't be easy, Mickey. You don't crush the dream. Mm -hmm. You don't. You, well, you don't crush the kid. Mm -hmm. But you might have to redirect the dream, right? Mm -hmm. Because you you can't afford for children to be thinking. Like as an example, I tell the story. I'm six one. I was tall as a child. I could not have been a jockey on a horse. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a scary thought. A six one woman on a horse, it wouldn't have happened. I could have prayed every night, oh, Father God, make me short. I want to be a jockey on a horse. I never would have been short. There are certain prayers that God will not answer yes. Um, and, and this is where we, we disciple our children to know the Lord and to know who they are well enough that they know whether or not their prayer is realistic. We have to help them with that. Otherwise, they get mad at God, and mm. that's not healthy. Dr. Kathy, as we come to the end of this recording, I just have a question because I, I know that with all of your travels and the investment that you make in children, you have access to the types of behind-the-scenes conversations that I would say even some parents long to have with their kids. There's a, a safety that I think kids often feel in sharing um, with people who are not their parents. Um, what do you observe as sort of like, I guess, some of those deficits as parents are going into the new year, what might we work on um, as it pertains to our children so that we would parent differently? I appreciate that question. It probably won't surprise anyone if I were to start by saying, put your phone down. Mm. You know, a lot, a lot of parents today are very concerned with their children's use of technology, and rightly so. Children tell me that they're not putting their phone down until mom puts down her phone. Mm. And ch children tell me that it's very hard for them to have hard conversations with parents when their devices are available to them. In other words, if you know mom gets a ping or a ding on her phone, the child's not going to want to start the conversation over. So if you want to be close to your kids, you want to know what's going on in their lives, make sure that you make opportunity for real conversations without your phone in the room or mm. in your pocket. 
think that would be huge. I, I'd also recommend very old-fashioned advice. We need to slow down and quiet down. Uh, we need to spend time just sitting on the couch and um, just talking and, and walking, you know, to the park. And I don't say that lightly. We're all very, very busy. I understand that. And yet um, a hurried, busy life is not always healthy. And kids feel um, less significant when um, they're not able to spend quality time with their moms and dads. You've heard me say, Miki, that a lot of children say, Dr. Kathy, my parents have to love me. They don't have a choice. I wish they would like me. Mm. And, and it's powerful when, when we're liked, when I'm liked, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a very good feeling. When children are liked, they feel known and, and significant. And I ask kids, how, when, you know, how does that happen that you feel liked? Well, mom suggests playing checkers. I don't always ask her if we could play checkers. Dad says, do you want to go get a donut? I'm not always the one that asks. So to prioritize the children you chose to have by sacrificing in ways that they recognize, I think would be amazing for all of us. Mm. I say this all the time. You are a gem. You know, I just, I am, I am so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful to God that he has equipped you the way that he has and that you are able to communicate what you know and what you've learned in the study of children, um, it's a blessing. And and I want you to know, I'm taking to heart what you're saying as we go into 2024 by God's grace, you know, we've got six little image bearers that the Lord yeah. has entrusted to us that we would proliferate the gospel first in them, that they would know who Christ is, but also that we would love them well and see them grow into mature people who live well in this world. And so thank you for being our partner and helping to to accomplish that. We really do appreciate you, Dr. Kathy Cook. Well, I appreciate you and, and Will immensely. And, you know, when we slow down and we put our phones down, we can have more conversations about Jesus. Yes. So it's a, it's a win-win. So thank you for the privilege of being here. And uh, again, I, I wish you and your whole family a, a fabulous 2024. Thank you so much. I want to remind our listeners that they should visit your website, CelebrateKids.com, CelebrateKids.com. They will find all of your books, all of your resources right there so they can hear you now and read along and hear your voice (laughs) as they read your content. Dr. Kathy Cook, God bless you. Uh, Happy New Year to you. And may the Lord continue to uh, equip you and grow your reach as you minister to families all around the world. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. I will just remind our listeners who may be listening to this podcast today, resist those cultural trends that rival the truth. And uh, that's how we remain culture proof. Until next time, Lord willing, God bless. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you are enjoying what you hear, please remember to give it a rating or to leave a comment. Let people know that this podcast is a blessing to you. It helps to grow Culture Proof and we would be so grateful. Also, if you love Culture Proof and you want to support the ministry, why not pick up some merch and look good while you support the ministry of Culture Proof? Check out every podcast. You'll find a link in the description to where you can get your Culture Proof merch and support support this ministry. We appreciate it.